Good evening, everyone. Welcome to a quick 15 with Pastor Scott. How's everybody doing this evening? devotional. So just hold on for about another 30 to 45 seconds and Pastor Scott will be right Good evening. Good evening. Good evening, Pastor. 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 How is everybody? Doing passage in Isaiah chapter 35 uh, verse 1 that goes something like this the wilderness and the wasteland uh, shall be glad for them the desert shall rejoice and blossom as a rose say to those who are fearful hearted be strong do not fear behold the Lord will come with vengeance the Lord will come with recompense. He will come and save you. And then there's a passage that Jesus shared 
uh, in Luke chapter 12, verses 22 through 24, and it goes like this. Then Jesus said to his disciples, Therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, nor about the body, what you will put on. Life is more than food, and the body is more than clothing. Consider the ravens, for they neither soar nor reap, which have neither storehouse or barn, and God feeds them. How much more value are you than the birds? Um, so I think that all of us can attest to the fact that at one time or another we've been worried about something in our life. There's an adage that I heard before that said, if you're going to worry, don't pray. If you're going to pray, don't worry. And while that is uh, nice and uh, has a nice ring to it, uh, sometimes it's kind of hard to carry out because there are times when we take our worry to the Lord in prayer. Anxiety has a way of messing with us. And although many of our concerns are very legitimate, like being able to have enough money to put food on the table to pay the mortgage, um, to put gas in the car, even though our concerns are about our health, surviving this pandemic, surviving the economic downturn that we are experiencing as far as this pandemic is concerned, there are some things that we worry about that are rather nonsensical. Some of us envision future catastrophes and spend our days worrying about what might never happen. And we create a wilderness for ourselves. Anxiety is not anything new. Isaiah talks about that, and I read that in Isaiah chapter 35, verse 1 and 4, when he talks about the wilderness and the dry land shall be glad, and the desert shall rejoice and blossom like the crocus. Say to those who are hasty of heart, be strong. Do not fear. God will come with the vengeance, with divine retribution. God is the one who will come and save you. The prophet Isaiah understood that there's a time and there's a season for everything. He proclaimed that God will bring the people out of the wilderness. And when he was using the term wilderness, he was talking about out of their exile in Babylon and back to their land. Let me, if I could, translate that to today's uh, culture, that God will bring us out of this pandemic and that God will put us back in a place where we will be able to do the things that we are accustomed to doing, particularly like being in the presence with one another being able to go see family and friends and not have to worry about social distancing. However, what we will come back to is something new and different than what it was prior to March 2020. There's an answer to anxiety, pain, and worry that they feel about the future. The words of Isaiah ring with prophetic certainty because he knows them to be true because they are the words that comes from God. Jesus also told his disciples, don't you be anxious for anything. Uh, what you're going to eat, what you're going to wear, 
Uh, life is more than food, and the body is more than clothing. Think about the ravens, the, one of the nastiest birds of creation. They do not plant crops. They do not harvest crops, and yet God feeds them. Don't you know you're more valuable than the raven? Why must we worry? Why must we strive over things that at times we cannot change? Ultimately, everything in life is a matter of you and I trusting God and depending on God, knowing that God is no shorter than his word. So I say to you tonight, my sisters and brothers who are joining us on this call, think about this. If you're going to pray, don't worry. But if you're going to worry, don't pray. Let me say that again. If you're going to pray, don't worry. Put it in the hands of the Lord. Place your anxiety in the hands of the Almighty. And trust that God will do what's best. But if you're going to worry, don't bother God because you're not trusting him. Let me just say that part of the human enterprise is that there are times when we come up against things that we cannot handle. That's why we have God in our lives and God on our side. And God wants to remind you that you are never alone, that even when anxiety piles up on you, he is there to help you to bear that load and take that load for you if you allow for him to. So I say to you tonight, like Peter said, cast your care upon the Lord, for the Lord really cares for you and for me. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you so much, Good word. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you. Love you. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you. Love you. Thank 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 you. We haven't prayed, y'all. You all too late to get off. I want to get my pastor prayed. I want him to pray. So do me this favor. Share your prayer concerns at this time, and let's go to the Lord. Share your prayer concerns. The White L family. Lord, that you. We try to wait for the world and the love of the world and her to die. The Rose family. I'm working the hospital for Texas God. And the McCain family. All right. I want to pray. Going back to school. Yes. We teach all family, our church family. Yes. Yes. Pray for a special little girl, Taylor, who lost her father on yesterday. Please lift her up. I think she's probably about age 12. Oh, wow. 
And his wife, uh, Sister Drummond, would yeah. lift them up in prayer, as well yeah. as um, Dr. Moss. We're going to continue to lift them up in prayer. We also, uh, again, want to uh, lift up the family of Sister Sandra Harden, who had death. We also want to continue to lift up the Rhodes family that buried their loved one last week, um, as well as, um, I think I said, the Harden family that will be making funeral arrangements for Sister Sandra Harden who died this week. Um, any other prayer concerns you all want to share before we go to the Lord in prayer? The McLean I'm family. I'm waiting All right. All right. And we're going to go to the Lord in prayer. God, we come to you and we thank you for all of these persons who have taken time out to come and to be on this prayer call on this Wednesday evening. And God, we're reminded by your word in Second Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, you have not given us the spirit of fear, but a power and love and a sound mind. God, we know tonight we talked about anxiety and worry. We know you're not the source of fear and anxiety. That's the devil's doing. And the devil takes wonderful delight in causing us to be on edge. You do not torment us with negative thoughts or burden our hearts with worry. You're the God of peace. And God, tonight, these, my sisters and brothers who are on this call, bring our concerns to you for peace. You desire to give us power over our worries as we count on your love and we trust in you as the sovereign God of the universe. Help us to remember, O oh God, that when fear and anxiety come trying to crash our doors down, we have an answer with the powerful word of God. We remember that you are a good God and you're faithful. And you will help us to deal with the worries and the anxieties of our life with a life-building truth instead of destructive and doubting thoughts. Your peace, O oh God, will guide our hearts and keep our minds focused on Jesus Christ's name. You've heard the various concerns that have been shared with you, and some of them may have been shared from a position of worry. Give peace, O oh God. We pray, God, that you will lift up and provide your care and compassion for these families who have lost loved ones to death. God, the songwriter, was correct when those poignant words were penned. Earth has no sorrow that heaven cannot heal. Heal and move as only you can, O oh God. God, we pray for all of our children, from those who are 
starting out in daycare to kindergarten to uh, elementary school, middle school, high school, college, and even postgraduate. God, if you would, um, for those that are back on campus and are in class, please keep them safe. God, for those that are engaging in distant learning or virtual learning, God, if you would, keep their minds focused. Uh, we're doing that with Cherish right now. We pray that you will undergird each and every child that is in a particular learning situation. God, be with the teachers who have such a heavy weight on them. Be with those staff persons and administrators and persons that are working as far as schools are concerned, like custodians and cafeteria workers. God, be with them right now. Be with emergency workers right now, oh God. COVID-19 is not, it's not slowing down. It continues to accelerate. And then, God, as I close this prayer, God, you're not a Democrat. You're not a Republican. You're not a Libertarian. You're the God of justice, love, peace, and righteousness. You know the shape this country is in. So, God, help us to uh, do what we need to do to register, to vote, to engage in the census. I'm not telling anybody who to vote for. I am telling them to vote their conscience that reflects the essence of who you are. Now, God, if you would, keep us as we get ready to leave from this call, but never from your presence. Let us have a good night's rest. And then, God, purpose us tomorrow to do what you have called and commissioned us to do, to be your disciples, to show your love, to give your grace, to bask in your forgiveness and to forgive as we have been forgiven and to love as you have loved us. It is in the name of your son, Jesus Christ, we pray. We say we love you and we say a big amen. 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 Amen.